This is the Collector Car Podcast, the home for the auto enthusiast. Join Greg Stanley as he applies over 25 years of insights and analytical experience to the collector car market. He will interview the experts and throw in some fun stuff as well. Hey, it's Greg Stanley. If you're listening to this podcast, you know I love everything automotive. This passion has expanded to include being a car specialist consultant for RM Sotheby's. So if you need assistance buying or consigning a collector car at any one of our online or live auctions, including Scottsdale, Amelia Island, or Monterey, you can reach one of our car specialists at rmsotheby's.com or you can email me directly at gstanley at rmsotheby's.com. Metron Garage is a company designing unique garages, condos, and other structures specifically for the auto enthusiasts. They've got eight models to choose from, including two-story options, which I think is super cool, while with a very modern look and feel to them. And they come in all sizes, and they're fully customizable. You can check out them today and start specking your own ultimate garage at metrongarage.com, where you can request a catalog or talk to someone to learn more. So be sure to check it out. I just want to give a quick thanks to Euro Classics for sponsoring this episode. Euro Classics is all about collector cars, from servicing your new BMW M5 to prepping your Porsche for the racetrack to executing a total restoration on your favorite classic. They do it all from routine maintenance to performance upgrades to appraisals and everything in between. You can learn more about its owner, Dale Oaks, by listening to episode number 65 of this podcast. And you can find Euro Classics in the Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana service area and online at euroclassics.com. Classics, C-L-A-S-S-I-X dot com. Welcome back to the Collector Car Podcast. Hey, it's Greg. And this is a COVID special, mostly because I have COVID, unfortunately. Thankfully, it's a mild case and I'm doing fairly well. I do not want it to stop production of these episodes. So I'm trying to get these out to make sure every Thursday morning you will have one while you're in the gym or driving to the office, whatever you may be doing. So if a couple coughs squeak through, I'll do my best to edit them out. Uh, this is an exciting episode here. The most valuable Porsche by model and generation. That's a lot of work to pull together. Thanks to Haggerty for their valuation tools. And I have a few, I guess, things I need to cover first before we get into the numbers. But before I do that, I do want to give you a few updates. Uh, finally, soon, I will have the Jay Leno specials. The first one is a deeper look at the Jay Leno collection. And this is where I am actually capturing all 180, 190 cars that are in his collection to talk a little bit about them. And it's work that I decided to break it into a couple different specials. The first one I'm just going to review kind of what's in the garage. And then after that, I will talk about specifics, maybe European classics, you know, maybe the cars that are high performance cars. Uh, so you look for four to five episodes over these next six months to come out, specifically talking about Jay Leno's garage. I have not visited, I would love to visit. If I get out to Los Angeles, that is on my list to do. The next bit of news is that I will be launching a new website next week. Uh, there's been a lot of comments about trying to have easier access to past episodes. Obviously, you can go to iTunes or Google Play or Amazon or wherever you find your podcast and listen to the past episodes. But this new website will make it even easier because they will be categorized by uh, different buckets. So if you're a Porsche person, you can just click the button and there are all the Porsche episodes. And then finally, the other bit of news is I will be traveling out to some car shows in January. So if you find yourself at some of these events, please shoot me a note at greg at thecollectorcarpodcast.com and let me know. Love to catch up. I will be at Cavalino Classic down in West Palm, Florida. That's basically the best Ferrari show in the country. And then after that, going straight to Arm Sale in Scottsdale. So it's going to be nice to travel from Ohio down to Florida, then out to Arizona. And then back home. So making it a little bit of vacation as well. 
So if you're out there, I would love to meet you in person. Now, there are a couple things that prompted me to do this particular podcast, and I'm planning to do more in the future. First off, it was an article by Haggerty. I believe it was called The Most Expensive Jeep by Generation, and I thought that was a cool idea. So I did kind of rip it off, but hey, that's okay. The other thing I noticed is that my most popular episodes are ones where I go into the valuation of different makes and models. And then finally, I picked Porsche because I've had the most requests to update a previous podcast. Uh, This goes back to a couple years ago. I'll put the tag in the uh, description if you would like to listen to it. I believe it was called, Are Air-Cooled Porsche Prices Declining? Anyway, so I thought, all right, well, let me do something that's valuation related. I like this idea that Haggerty has. Let me do it about Porsches, and then let me take it up a level. Let me do it not only by generation, but by model. Now, by model, I don't mean convertibles versus Targas, but what I do mean is I'll do all the 911s. I'll do all the 356s, 944s, 928s, 968s, 959s, Boxers, Carrera GTs, 918s. I'll cover all of them. I will not cover any race cars. Uh, That's a whole nother list, and there's just not a lot of comps on those. And I will also do the sub model. So this would be, for example, I will cover what is the most valuable Porsche 356 Pre-A, as well as the B, Cs, and Ds, uh, as well as the early Porsche 2-liter, 2.2-liter, 2.4-liter, and then as well as like 911s. I'll go into the 996.1s, as well as the 996.2s. I will review the 550s, as a lot of them were used on the streets, most famously by James Dean, unfortunately. But I will not review the five RSKs, as they were, yes, street legal, but they were pretty much all basically used on the racetrack. Uh, Like I said, I will not review any Porsche race cars, but I will cover the top-selling Porsches of all time at the end of this podcast, which includes quite a few race cars. And for the big finale, I will recap which Porsche increased the most in value the last 12 months and 36 months from a percent basis, as well as from a straight-up dollar amount. I will say, just as a little teaser, there is one in particular fascinating point that I will pull up at the end. So you got to listen to the whole podcast to find out what that is. Now, first, I'm going to start on the 1953 to 1958 Porsche 550s. Uh, These are pretty interesting little cars. They don't come up for sale often. As I mentioned, James Dean famously was killed in one. The uh, transmission, a few parts, subframe was recently sold on Bring a Trailer for like $357,000. Now, there's two submodels, the 550, and then you have the 550A. Now, all the 550s were the same price in Haggerty's Price Guide. Number one valuation, $5 million. They built 90 of them. The one-year change, it was flat. The three-year change, it was down 7.4%. Now, the 550A, what's the difference between the two? I had to look this up, and it took me quite a while. Let's see, per Revs Institute, whereas the 550 had a ladder chassis, the 550A had a space frame, which made a huge difference. Chassis weight was cut by up to 95 pounds and rigidity increased. These benefits in turn permitted another 60 pounds to be taken off the all-aluminum body, all of which made a considerably faster car. For those reasons, the 550As are actually worth more than the 550s. Number one condition, $6 million. Now that's flat as well in the last year. The last three years, it's down 9.7%. Now they say there's 90 550s built, and as far as I can tell, maybe around 40 550As. There's a wonderful website called type550.com and you can go on that website and you can look up the history of every single 550 that's known to exist from numbers 1 to 90. And that is how the serial numbers are, number 1 to 90. Well, the 550A, the only one I could find with the serial number is at the Revs Institute 
and its serial number is number 139. So hence, I'm guessing there's at least 140 of them. All right, next, let's move to the big bucket. 1948 to 1965 Porsche 356s. Now here's the different generations I've identified. Uh, 1948, you have the Gamoon Porsches. 1948 to 1955, the Pre-A's. 1956 to 1959, the 356As. Then 60 to 63, you have the 356Bs. 1964, you have the 356Cs. And then on top of all of that, from 1956 to 1965, you have the Porsche Carreras. So I took the Porsche Carreras separately because they are pretty much, except for the Gamoon Coupes, they are the most valuable. So I wanted to not have the Gamoon and the Carrera being the most expensive, most valuable for every single submodel. So I did want to find out, take those out of the equation. What is the most valuable pre-A, A, B, and C? All right. The 1948 Gamoon Porsche, they made about 47 of them. Number one value is $2.5 million. Zero percent change. Latest year up 11.1% the latest three years. Now that was for all Gamoon Porsches. Let's see. For the 48 to 55 pre-A's, the 1955 1500 Super was number one at $596,000. It was up half a percent latest one year, half a percent latest three years. If you factor in the Carrera, the Carrera Speedster for 1955 is the most valuable pre-A car at $1.5 million. Flat for the latest year, down 9.1% latest three years. All right, for the 356As, the 1958 Porsche 1600 Super Speedster, at $502,000, it was pretty much flat the last year, up 0.6%, and actually down the latest three years, 6.2. Now, factoring in the Carrera, the most expensive is the 1959 356A GS GT Carrera Speedster at $1.85 million. Flat the latest 12 months, down 7.5%, latest three years. And then for the 356B, it is the 1962 356B S90 Roadster at $400,000. Again, flat latest year, up 29% latest three years. And then when you factor in the Carrera, it's the Carrera 2 GS Cabriolet for 1962 and 1963 at $1.2 million. Flat, latest 12 months, down 27.3%, latest three years. And then for the C, uh, it was the 1964 and 1965 1600 SC Cabriolet at $270,000, down 1.8 latest 12 months, down 3.6 the latest three years. And then you factor in the Carrera is the Carrera 2 GS Coupe, uh, $928,000 flat latest year and down 3.6% latest three years. All right, for the Carreras, if you don't remember what I just rattled off, the most valuable one is the 1959 Porsche 356A GS GT Carrera Speedster at 1.85 mil. All right, but the most expensive of the 356 generation, not counting any one-offs, is the Gamoon Porsches from 1948. All right, we're going to do all the other models before we get to the 911s. The 911s will be the big closer. Uh, the next is the 1970 to 1976 Porsche 914s. Now, the 1970 to 1976 914s, the four-cylinder cars, the most valuable is the 1972 and 1973 2.0-liter cars. Number one value $93,000, up 8.8% latest 12 months, and up 39% latest three years. All right, next is the 1970 to 1972 914.6, so that's the six-cylinder car. And these are all the same, 1970, 1971, 1972. They made 3,360 of them. Number one value is $155,000, up 7.6%. 
and the three-year change is up 24%. So some strong numbers here with the 914s. And then we'll get into the 914.6 GT cars. The 1971 914.6 GT, of which they made 23 of them, has some conflicting reports on that. Some places said 15. Uh, number one condition, $375,000. If you've seen recent auction results, they sold for quite a bit more than that. Up 14%, latest 12 months, up 31.6%, latest three years. And then the recent comp came from Gooding Scottsdale, 2020. One of them sold for $990,000. Wow. And then I have two more I just want to mention because they're very interesting cars. Uh, there was a 1969 Porsche 914 eight-cylinder car. I only made two of them for the Porsche family. Now, I, I don't show any records of those ever selling. And then finally, the 1971 Porsche 916. So this was going to be a successor, uh, the next level up, but it kind of priced itself out of the market. Eleven of those cars were made, and the most famous one called Brutus sold recently for $1.1 million. So a couple cool additions that are not in the Haggerty Price Guide. The most valuable of the 914s is the GTs, if you don't count the Brutus or the two V8 cars. All right, next we'll go to the 1977 to 1982 Porsche 924. And I did not know this, but there was a 1987 to 1988 Porsche 924 as well. So I'm just going to cover them all at once. The 1977 to 1982 Porsche 924 base car, uh, they were all the same price. Value today, $32,000, up 3.2%. Three-year change, up 88.2%. Wow, big numbers here. Uh, let's see, the next one for the turbo model, the 1980 to 1982 Porsche 924 turbo model was the 1980 version, $38,000, number one value, up 1.3% up 34.8% latest three years. And then finally, the 1987 to 1988 Porsche 924S, the 1988 version is the most valuable at $37,000, up 2.8 latest one year, up 29.8 latest three years. So 924s have done tremendously well in the latest three years, slowed down recently in the latest year. All right, we're going to move to the 1977 to 1995 Porsche 928s. Now, for the base car, which was 1978 to 1982, the 1978, the first year, is actually worth the most at $89,000, up 7.2%. Latest three years, up 49.1%. The 1983 to 1986 928S, they are all the same valuation at $55,000, up 6.8%. Latest 12 months, 25% latest three years. The 1987 to 1991 S4, they all are valued at the same at $66,000, 10% latest year, 12.8 latest three years. The 1989 to 1991 928 GT, the 1989, the first year again, is the most valuable at $75,500, up 8% latest one year, up 21.4% latest three years. And finally, for the the really cool GTS, which was built from 1992 to 1995, the last year is the most valuable, $159,000 up 5.3% and latest three years up 10.4. So the 928s are doing very well. All right, let's look at the 944s built from 1982 to 1991. The base car, the 1989 is the most valuable at $34,000 up 4.6% and 29.8%. Next is the turbo from 86 to 89. That one is... Let's see, the 89 is the most valuable at $80,000, up 8.1% and 35.8%. The 
And then when we go to the 944S for 1987 to 1988, the 1988 is worth the most at $35,000, 6.1% and 19.5%. Now the S Turbo, every time you have an S or Turbo, or you combine the two, they're worth quite a bit more. That's only for 1988, and that's worth 78000 up 6.1% and 38.1%. And finally, the 1989 to 1991 Porsche 944S2. The 1991 version is worth the most at $55,500, up 3% and 59.9% latest three years. Now, the most valuable of the 944s is a 1989 Porsche Turbo at $80,000. All right, now it's for the 968, 1992 to 1995. These were all the same exact price, no matter what year it is, $65,000 up 4.8% and 31.3%. So those have appreciated quite a bit. And then the 1986 to 1988 Porsche 959s. Now there's two different models, the Comfort, which may be considered the quote unquote base 959, and then the Sport. Uh, so the base Comfort is worth $1.55 million, up 14.8% up 19.2% latest three years. And then the Sport, that is worth 2.75 million, up 14.6 and 17% respectively. So there's not a particular year that's worth more. They're all worth the same. All right, let's move on to the Porsche Boxster, 1997 to 2004. The base model was built from 1997 to 2004. The 2003, 2004 model is valued at the most dollars 8.7% and then 36.1%, that's up strong. And then the Porsche Boxster S, 2000 to 2004, all of them are valued at the same amount, $33,000, up 18.3%, latest 12 months, up 48%, latest three years. And then finally, the most valuable one is the 2004 Porsche Boxster S550, which harkens back to the 550 we talked about earlier, Spider 50th Anniversary Edition, number one value, is $39,000, up 20.4% latest one year, up 56.6% the latest three years. All right, we've got a few more here. Let's move to the 2004 to 2007 Porsche Carrera GT. These are all priced the same. 1.15 million, up 17% latest one year, and up 29.1% latest three years. I honestly thought that that had increased even more recently. It feels like they doubled in value like the last year. But it's been about the last three or four years that they've doubled in value. All right. Now for the big one, the 918, 2014 to 2015. Again, there's two models, the quote-unquote base model and then the Vysok. So the base model, 1.55 million, up 10.7%. Three-year change is actually down 18.4%. And then the Vysok was only built for 2015, worth 1.8 million up 9.1% and down 10% latest three years. So the Vysok is the most valuable of those two. Now for the 911 appetizer, the Porsche 912. Now I was a little confused on this because I thought there were more 912 models and maybe there are, they're just not in Haggerty's database. So the 1966 to 1969 Porsche 912 base, uh, the most valuable is the 1967 Targa at $91,000, up 12.3% and 5.2% latest three years. And then they had another 912E in 1976 that is worth $60,000, up 22.1% and 17.6%. So both of those are very strong numbers. 
All right, it's time for the big one. The 1963 to 2011, because there's not enough stats beyond that and they're still kind of depreciating, Porsche 911. Now, general rules of thumb for the 911s, coupes are the most valuable, followed by the Cabriolets and then Targas, except for the 1969 soft window Targa, which was apparently a one-year-only option. A base Carrera is more is worth more than a Carrera 4, which I thought was interesting but less than a Carrera 4S, which makes sense because those had more horsepower and fender flares and cool stuff. A Carrera S is worth less than a 4S, but more than a Carrera 4. And GT2s are worth more than GT3s. Okay, let's start with the 1963 to 1973 Porsche 901 and 911. So I say 901s because there was a handful of 901s built prior to a lawsuit that had them change it to 911s. And I really couldn't find any comps on 901s or 1963, 1964. The only one I saw was uh, one that used to belong to a friend in Akron, Ohio. A 1964 Porsche 901 Cabriolet. It was the uh, Cabriolet prototype. They only built one of those. And that one sold for $650,000. Now, when you go to the two-liter cars, the early cars, uh, the 1964 Porsche 911, there's very few of those. Those are worth $650,000, up 7.4% latest one year. 28.7% 28.7% latest three years. And then another one that stood out to me is the 1967 Porsche 911 S Targa. That one's uh, $298,000 and up 6.4% and 20.2%. All right, for the 2.2 liters, that was 1969 to 1971. The 1970 911 S is the most valuable at $219,000, up 4.8 and 2.8. And for the 2.4 liter, 1971 to 1973. We have a couple here. The 1972 to 1973 Porsche 911S, $265,000, up 6.4 and 6.4%. And then you got to throw in the Carrera lightweights. Uh, let's see, 19, 1973 Carrera RS 2.7 lightweight. They made 1,580 of these worth $1.2 million. Flat the latest 12 months, down the latest three years. And then I know there are a couple other racing versions, the RSR. I don't have comps on those because, again, they are uh, race cars. But the most valuable for this generation is obviously the RS 2.7 lightweight. All right, let's move to the 1973 to 1989 Porsche G-Series. I'll kick this off. It's a little confusing because the Carreras for 73 and 74 kind of fall in between two different identifiers here within the Porsche database. Uh, Some auction results that were pretty outstanding. There was a 1974 Porsche 911 Carrera RS 3.0, sold for $2.5 million recently. And then, like I said, there's an RSR car that sold for $5.4 million recently. So those are just some bullet points. Uh, They're not actually in the trend lines. All right, so for the G-Series, the 2.7 liter series, 1974 to 1977, the first year, 1974, is worth the most at $80,000, up. 12.7% 12.7% and 44.9%. Uh, let's see, the Carrera 2.7 series, uh, that's 1974 and 1975. The 74, again, Carrera 2.7, it's worth $106,000, down 7.8% uh, and up 7.8% latest three years. Couldn't find any three-liter cars in the database for 1976 to 1977, so no comps on that. And then the SC from 1978 to 1983, it's the 1980 to 1982 Porsche SC Weissach, worth $105,000, up 25% and 34.6%. All 
the 3.2 Carrera, 1984 to 1989. The 1989 Carrera Speedster, they made 2,104 of those, worth $295,000, down 1.7% and down 7.2% latest three years. And then finally, the Turbo, the Type 930. I'd love to have one of these, even though it would probably kill me. I'd be fine with the Turbo Look, a Turbo Look car. Now, this says it's 1975 to 1989. The first year of the Turbo is worth the most. 1975, $376,000, up 5%, and then up 0.8% latest three years. All right, let's see. The 1989 to 1994 Porsche 964s. So there's three buckets here, the Carrera, the RS, and the Turbo slash Turbo S. For the Carrera, the most valuable is the 1992 911 America Roadster at $140,000, up 3.7% and down 0.7%. For the RS, it's the 1993 Porsche 911 Carrera RS 3.8, worth $1.5 up 11%, and up 546.6% latest three-year change. And then for the Turbo Turbo S, Turbo S's will always be worth more. It's the 1992 Turbo S, worth $745,000, up 2.2%, and 17% latest three years. All right, next is the 1994 to 1998 Porsche 993s. Now, this there's four buckets for this, the Carrera, the RS, the Turbo Turbo S, and the GTs. So first up for the Carrera, it's the 1996 to 1998 Carrera 4S, number one value, $180,000. That seems high. Up 16.1% and 6.5%. The RS for 1995 to 1996 Worth $600,000, up 4.3% and down 12.9%. And then the 1997 to 1998 Turbo S, worth $500,000, up 8.9%, down 5.7% latest three years. And then finally, the 1995 to 1998 Porsche 911 GT2, they only made 60 of these, worth $1.3 million, up 8.3% latest one year, and down 16.1%. All right, next is the 1998 to 2004 Porsche 996, of which I have one in my garage, and I love it. This uh, this would be the 996.1, which is 1999 to 2001. Uh, they're all priced the same. Number one value, $49,000, up 24.1% and 28.9%. So 996s are appreciating quickly. The 996.2 is 2001 to 2005. They're all priced the same, and the winner is the Carrera 4S or $65,000, up 22.6% and 31.3%. The Turbo Turbo S is the 2005 Turbo S, worth $96,000, up 6.9 and 6.9. And then finally for the GTs, it's the 2002 to 2005 Porsche 911 GT2, worth $168,000, up 12% and 3.7%. All right, next is the 2004 to 2011 Porsche 997s. So for... Let's see, the 997.1, which is 2005 to 2008. I guess it says 2004 because that's when they were originally built, but they were marketed as 2005s. All right, the 997.1, 2005 to 2008. Uh, they're all basically the same, 55,000, 22.8%, and 20.6%. The 997.2, which is 2008 to 2011. It's the 2011 Carrera 4 GTS at 86.86%. 86 thousand five hundred dollars three percent and point nine percent and then for the turbo turbo s it's the 2010 to 2011 turbo s at ninety six thousand dollars up six point seven and two point six percent 
And then finally for the GTs, it's the 2011 Porsche GT3 RS 4.0. That's a big car. It's worth $625,000. It's up 5% and down 0.8% for the latest three years. So the most valuable from that generation is obviously the RS 4.0. Now, a few notable mentions. <laughs> there is another street legal car I did not put in here. The 1998 to 1999 Porsche 911 GT1. I saw these run at Road Atlanta uh, back in the day. One sold for $2.5 million in 2017. It's essentially a GT1 sports prototype for the road. Really cool. Mercedes had their own version as well as, I think, Maserati. Okay, it says here, Porsche made around 20 GT1 road versions, which were all pre-sold to a select group of chosen ones. I was not one of those chosen ones. All right, so now it's time for the top 11, not 10, Porsches that have sold at auction. This is counting down from number 11 to number 1. Number 11 is a 1973 Porsche 917-30 Can-Am Spider, sold for 4.4, so that's one of the cool race cars. Next is a 1979 Porsche 935 for 4.8 million. Again, a race car. That one was bought by Adam Carolla. A 1957 Porsche 550 Spider recently sold for $4.9 million. Then a 1960 Porsche 718, that's one of the RSK cars, RS60 Works car, sold for $5.1 million. A 1955 Porsche 550 Spider, again, sold for over $5 million at 5.3. Let's see, the 1998 Porsche 911 GT1 I just mentioned sold for almost 5.7. 1972 Porsche 917-10 Spider, again a race car, sold for 5.9. And then the 1985 famous Porsche 959 Paris Dakar car sold for almost $6 million recently. A 1956 Porsche 550 Rennsport Spider sold for 6.1. So we have three 550s in this list. Interesting. The next is a 1982 Porsche 956, again, a race car, for $10.1 million. And the most expensive Porsche ever sold at auction is a 1970 Porsche 917K. Sold for $14 million, and that car is currently part of the Brumbos collection in Jacksonville, Florida. You can go back and listen to my interview with Dan Davis, which I did last year. Now, which ones have increased in value the most over the last 12 months? This was very interesting. Uh, the 1993 Porsche 911 Carrera RS 3.8 grew, let's see, 36 months. That's the one that grew 546.6%. And then the 1978 to 1982 Porsche 924 grew 88.2%. The 1991 Porsche 944 S2 grew 59.9%. And then the 2004 Porsche Boxer S 550 Spider 50th Anniversary Edition, longest name in the world, is up 56.6%. Now in the latest 12 months, this is where it's really interesting because this tells me that they're still appreciating quickly. It's the 1980 to 1982 Porsche SC Visoc, up 25%. Then you have the 1999 to 2001 Porsche 911 Carrera, yay, up 24.1%. Then you have the 2006 to 2008 Carrera 4S, up 22.8%. And then the 2002 to 2005 Carrera 4S, up 22.6%. Now, who are the big losers? All right, they're all... They all lost a lot of ground. All right, latest three years, believe it or not, 1957 Porsche 550A Spider. Latest three years, lost $650,000. Uh, the other version, the earlier version of the 550 Spider, lost $400,000. The uh, 918 Base lost $350,000. And then the 1995 to 1998 Porsche 911 GT2 lost $250,000. 
Now, what are the top gainers for the latest 36 months? It's the 1993 Porsche 911 Carrera RS 3.8, up $1.3 million. Then the 1988 Porsche 959, up $400,000. And then the 2004 to 2007 Porsche Carrera GT, up $259,000. And then the 1986 to 1989, 1988 Porsche 959 Comfort up $250,000. All right, the top three for the latest 12 months. So this really identifies which ones are growing. Is the 959 Sport up 350 grand, 959 Comfort up 200 grand, Carrera GT up 167 grand, and the 1993 Carrera RS 3.8 up 150. Now the most fascinating thing I found, and this is a, the point I mentioned earlier. If you look at all the cars I've mentioned from every generation, and you look at how many have decreased in value over the last 12 months. I didn't count how many I actually have in here, but it's a lot. You've heard me talk for a lot here. There were only three that went down in value for the latest 12 months. That is just crazy insane. So if you think about the peak was 2015, it declined since then, which is why some of these cars are still negative from three years ago because we were coming down from the 2015 high. And now it's creeping back up. Um, so I think Porsches are just going to be going up further unless there's something massive happening in the market, which there always seems to be. All right. And the most valuable Porsches are, number one, the 1957 Porsche 558 Spider at $6.05 million. Number two, the 1974 Porsche 911 Carrera RSR 2.1 at 5.4. Then we got the 550 Spider at $5 million. Then we got the 959 Sport at $2.75 million. And then the 918 Vysok at 1.8. Now, if you would like all of this information on an easily printable PDF file with active links to Haggerty's valuation tools, please subscribe to my weekly email at thecollectorcarpodcast.com. Now, as I said, I'm transitioning websites, but it will work on the old website as well as the new. On the old website, it's at the header. You can't miss it. On the new website, it's at the bottom of the homepage. I will also post it as a blog when my new website launches next week. As always, thanks for joining me, and I will talk to all of you next week. Thanks for listening to the Collector Car Podcast. Don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes, and be sure to follow us on Instagram and everywhere else at the Collector Car Podcast. Collector Car Podcast.